Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Paul Douglas back with you. DJ hanging out. Jordana back tomorrow. According to the Star Tribune, Minneapolis police have offered city council members, Minneapolis city council members, additional security after they received an email containing a bomb threat. And the FBI is part of that as well. And I thought to myself, public service is a noble endeavor, but I just can't imagine what you go through from a security standpoint, what you drag your family through. And then I thought, you know, who might have an opinion on this is uh, Stephen Belton, President, CEO, Urban League Twin Cities. Stephen, welcome back. Thanks, Paul. Good to be with you. And that's quite a subject you teed up for us. Well, and and I I think of your wife, Sharon Sales Belton, former Minneapolis mayor. And I mean, does she ever come to you and say, man, I'm glad I served when I did because it's gotten worse just trying to serve the public, uh, going into politics. It just seems like it's um, it's incendiary right now, right? It's it's scorched earth. It is. It is. And uh, she's, you know, we've had lots of conversations about it. She has a great deal of empathy, as do I, and, uh, and admiration for uh, people who serve in this capacity. And, you know, we can all quibble and uh, even strenuously disagree with, decisions that are made by at any level of government from you know from the you know from the president to u.s presidency all the way down to the you know to the uh, tax and board of taxation and estimation and so certainly city council members and mayors uh become the lightning rod for a lot of disagreement and uh, discussion but none of this adds up to or should add up to the kind of threats the specific threat that uh, you were reporting um, was you know was was a was a genuine and real threat. Somebody was uh, threatening to blow up the homes of city council members. That yeah. is just such an outrageous kind of threat, and the fact that people would have to live under those situations is just is is untenable. I I didn't uh, you know Sharon had security when she was uh, terrific security when she was mayor and uh and you know there were often you know i shouldn't say often there were occasionally there were threats that were you know that you know people took you know you always take these things seriously but law enforcement was particularly interested on a few occasions but nothing really that threatened our family there there was a single incident where we i got a call when i was uh i was working downtown at the time practicing law and uh, a protester had climbed a, a a cottonwood tree in our front yard and chained herself to that tree uh, in protest for something. And uh, 
the police security called just to alert me because uh, we had kids who were, you know, kind of latchkey were coming home from middle school at the time just to alert us. And I remember my son calling me and saying, Dad, I'm, what the heck is going on? It was more of an amusement than a <laughs> feeling of threat. But there's a lady climbed a tree who's chained herself to it. The irony, and I'll stop with this, Paul, is that the tree is actually in my neighbor's yard. There's a branch. <laughs> so they were protesting your neighbor, not you. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Yeah. So note to self if you're a protester, make sure you get the get property the, line get correct. Get the address right, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God, that poor cottonwood tree. And, um, yeah. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> thank you. I, I needed that. I think we needed that. So... As you well know, uh, MPD searching for a new chief. What qualities would you like to see in the next hire? How? And to me, threading that needle has never been more precarious and yet essential than ever. How does the city of Minneapolis balance safety, keeping the peace with fundamental reform? I mean, it goes to changing culture, and that's no easy task, right? No, it's not. But I, you know, the top of my list, if I were mayor and council, would be, you know, that that uh, intangible but essential quality of leadership. I want somebody who will lead, who's willing to take a step, who's willing to take a position, and build consensus around that position, and lead the city forward. And that leadership is going to require somebody who has a vision, somebody who can say, "What, you know, fair at it." Um, more than adequate and more than fair, but actually just equitable, responsible policing could look like. This is the vision vision for it. And then this person will go out and uh, build the support within the police community, within the pers- community of prospective police officers among constituents and uh, councilmen. You really need that intangible quality of leadership. Some of that is just charisma. Some of it, a lot of it is vision. Um, but that be, would be where I would start. And then the next thing I would do is somebody who has some management experience because you really knew too often we get people who are sort of come up through the ranks who have policing experience, but they don't necessarily know how to manage a department that's you know could have as many as 800 sworn officers and all the related people who associate with that, a substantial multi-million dollar budget. We need somebody who has, you know, the management chops to do that as well. So those are those are my two most important pieces. I'm, you know, community members, of course, are clamoring for someone who has a commitment to equity. I take that as a granted. Uh, whoever uh, we hire as an ex-police police chief, if they don't have that commitment to equity and justice and fairness, uh, they'll be out. So that's right. where I start. Okay. That, that seems more than reasonable to me. Having a vision, but also having the flexibility and knowing you're going to have to work with other people, you're going to have to roll up your sleeves, and, and your vision may change. It may pivot slightly or maybe radically based on the input yep. of, of other people. I think that's, that's always the tricky part. And communication skills, right? Being able to yep. communicate, sell your vision, not only to officers and staff, but to residents of Minneapolis. Absolutely. That's the process of building consensus. I mean, if, if, it, if all you had to do was get to consensus, anybody could do it. The work is in building. The, it's in sharing your vision, receiving impact and feedback, uh, excuse me, input and feedback, and uh, pivoting where necessary, changing, adapting along the way, bringing people along so that they get to the place that you have uh, have uh, directed in your vision. And so uh, that's a leadership school. 
quality. And it's also, while it seems intangible, uh, people ought to be able to have a record, a track record of doing that that they can point to. And I would encourage the mayor and council as they search to ask those questions, to ask for examples and to ask for references of people who can give examples of building that consensus and uh, vision. Great advice. Curious with the mask mandates now coming off, at least for uh, for public transportation, buses, planes, trains, is is that affecting your life? Are, is your behavior changing uh, in terms of your risk tolerance? Um, are, are you back to 2019 uh, going to restaurants? Or? Yeah, not quite, but I am going out more. Uh, I've actually booked my first uh, flight in uh, two years. And, uh, you know, I call me old-fashioned, but I kind of would like to see my pilots when I board the plane rather than seeing a masked man or woman behind the cockpit. I I, I kind of am looking forward to actually being able to see them. But in terms of, uh, you know, the the elimination of the mandate, I don't know whether that's following the science or not. Uh, I'm kind of taking it like most people that uh, whether or not the pandemic is over, people are tired of it and they're acting as though it's over. I'm still being, uh, still wearing masks in some settings where I don't feel safe or where it's, there are too many people. Um, but for the most part, you know, I'm kind of going with the flow, Paul. Yeah, well said. You have the freedom to wear the mask, not wear the mask, whatever. Yeah. And everybody's going to come at this from a different perspective. And I think we have to give each other more space and more grace than ever. And if you choose to use a, uh, a mask... Uh, I'm I'm not going to ostracize you for that or uh, point out, you know, your lack of freedom um, for wearing a mask. So I I think you summed that up well, and I sure appreciate your time. And uh, things are going well, right, Steve? I mean, we're going into yeah. spring, and things are getting yeah. better. Well, if we could get to catch up with our optimism and our impatience, then we'd all be in better shape. But I'm, uh, yeah, I'm pleased. Things are looking forward. Things are changing. And uh, I think in some ways they're changing for the better. Stephen Belton, Urban League Twin Cities. Thank you, my friend. We appreciate you coming on. Uh, make it a great week. Look forward to talking to you next week. Thanks, Paul. You Bye-bye. Bet. Thank you. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.